You ready to get this shit show on the road? Padded Room Radio is on the air. My name used to be Darian. I changed it to, um, something. <laughs> Who's the guy with a gravelly voice? Michael Madsen. I changed it to Michael Madsen. <laughs> Either that or Nick Nolte. I could have used one of those. They both have really gravelly voice. Uh, Miss Monica is in the house this week. I'm here. Looking good, buddy. Hey, what's going I on? I got all three of them. Yeah. yeah. Who's this creeper hanging out in the corner of the studio? It's Miss Monica's parole officer. <laughs> he is actually live in studio. What's up, Jesse? How are we doing today, guys? Good. Glad you could make it. Thank. I'm glad you're here because I don't want there to be any more um, wardrobe malfunctions or anything like that. We seem to have had a pandemic of that over the recent last couple of episodes. I try to encourage that type of behavior. It, thro- it, thro- it throws us off our game, though, Jesse. You know what I mean? <laughs> I can't talk when it, there's nipples bouncing around next to me. It adds value. It does. And I th- we, got, we got a shit ton more likes last week than we ever have. On second thought, Monica, let's, yeah. let's see. <laughs> Keep it rocking. Do it. What's going on with you guys? Anything cool this week? No. No, I understand no. we went to a concert. Yeah. Yeah. Which, we did. uh, Dawkin. Dawkin, uh-huh. huh? Yeah. Wow, right I, back I, to I 1986. Won. Yeah, I actually Absolutely. won the tickets Friday. It was a meet and greet. So. Very cool. Yeah. You have fun? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was okay. a good time. I, I, I can think of one Dawkin song, and it's Dream Warriors. Really? That, that's all I got. Yeah. Oh. Is there? Dreams, I know. Kiss like, of Death. Okay. All of them. You know, Kiss of Death was an STD song they wrote. Oh, yeah? It's about uh-huh. STDs? Yes. Okay. Wow. Lovely. Somebody somebody <laughs> got down and dirty. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> You're going to write write a song about it. It must have been a bad one. Well, I once read Into the Fire was actually about Don Dawkin, and he, had, he used to take, like, pictures of all the women that he had been with and okay. stuff so he would just like occasionally start tossing them into the fire so okay. that's how that song came Was that back. just just to be dramatic or what? <laughs> no, I think you you know, you move on. Well, yeah, but if you're Don Dawkins, then you're nailing every third chick that comes through the door. Yeah, pretty much. So, if you're like <laughs> doing like a like a like a Facebook thing where you got to have a profile for them, I'd be tossing them into the fire as they were leaving. Like, I would have the fire right next to the door. And they walk yeah. out. Right, right in there. You know what I mean? I mean, he's going to get all, ooh, I'm letting you go. I don't even know your name, but i got to move on. Get the fuck out of here. You're a rock star. 
I'm trying to win win people over with that shit, buddy. What? So you're a Dawkins fan too? Yeah, yeah. I told I told inmates. I told them they should you know, they should both wear uh, winger shirts to the show. <laughs> yeah. I never had one of those shirts. <laughs> Me either. I can't. That's another one. I, uh, with that seventeen song. Yeah, she's only seventeen. That's the only yeah. song I know by by winger. Oh. I think you guys I, are actually much older than I am. Now that I think about it, <laughs> right. I'm very excited about this. This makes me happy. I do want to give props to Max Volume because he was a great host. Yes. Max Volume, Thank local you, Max Volume. local DJ. Yeah, uh-huh. he's the one you won the tickets from. Yeah, yeah, very cool. Yep, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna send old Maxie a, co- a padded room coffee mug and a shirt. Awesome. And apparently, mm-hmm. I'm going to be yes, the one are. to drop it off because you two are lazy. <laughs> Even though he specifically work. requested all three of us, <laughs> I got to go do this by my. All right, fine, it's fine, whatever. Well, if this. I had a nice job like you that I could drive around, I would meet you there. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, do yeah. Not, I do not actually have a retort for that. So there you go. Inmates, you're going to have to bear with me this week. I'm a little under the weather. I hope I... I mean, I know I don't sound like myself, but I hope you can at least understand what I'm saying. Uh, We got the regular shit show to get into here, though, inmates. We got listener mail and horror news and all the regular shenanigans. Let's kick it off with the little horror news. Horror news. Monica, what do you got? I don't have anything. Nothing. But you know what? what? I bet when you bring it up, I'm going to be like, I, I was going to talk about that I too. Read that story. <laughs> I love it. I love that. Because you get yourself uh, bloody disgusting. I do, usually. And I was on that website and I was like, I can't do these. This is Darian's website. Oh, come on now. <laughs> you guys usually scoop me anyway. By the time it's my turn, all my stories are gone. <laughs> Buddy, you got anything? Oh, yeah. All right. Terrifier 2 has been funded and will begin filming this fall. Awesome. Yeah. That's recently cool. learned that uh, it's uh, written and was planned to make Terrifier 2. And an update from the film's official Facebook today announces that it's officially happening. Uh, in the sequel, after being resurrected by a sinister entity, Art the Clown returns to Miles County, where he must hunt down and destroy a teenage girl and her younger brother on Halloween. All right, you already kind of lost me a little bit there. Yeah. Uh, what's this sinister entity horse shit? Mm, no clue. Uh, I don't know about this, buddy. <laughs> I don't know, man. So we'll see. All right. Uh, you're, not, you're not painting a very rosy picture. <laughs> just, I'm just bringing in sinister entities and shit. <laughs> right. What are, you, what are you doing there, Art the Clown? Mm-hmm. Uh, first free DLC update coming to World War Z uh, in June. It's private lobbies and new missions. So the update includes new Tokyo mission, an FOV slider, private lobbies, a special new zombie, and more. Now that special new zombie, from what we gather, the new zombie can revive itself after being killed. Is this, what is this, an iOS game? Is that what we're talking about? I believe so. I don't know. I have no idea. I didn't didn't even know there was a World War Z video game. Yeah, no clue. All right. Sorry, Monica. No sequel yet. <laughs> put, yeah. put your panties back on. You're too busy yeah. on the game. Got, got all fired up. Start talking about World War Z. Yeah. <laughs> a Quiet Place 2 moves up two months to early mm. 2020. So originally it was set for uh, May 15th, 2020, but now it's March 20th, 2020. You suppose that's a good thing or a bad thing? 
It means they're ahead of schedule. It means that they probably there's probably something else coming out around about that time I that they don't want to compete with. Godzilla and the other one we talked about last time. I don't know. Oh, Ghostbusters. Go- Ghostbusters and Godzilla were the same same were month, that weren't one they? Was yeah. The one? Oh yeah. Hmm. yeah. Yeah. You don't want to fuck with those two. You'll lose. All right. So on uh, Steam, six of the breast. The best. Of hey, no, whoa, hey. <laughs> what is the Steam thing? <laughs> yeah, Steamy Breast. You got my attention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Six of the best free horror games. I'm just going to say the names and the titles. You guys can look them up later. Okay, but go. It's all on Steam. Yeah, ready. All right, number six Spooky's Jump Scare Mansion. That sounds really dumb. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Doki Doki Literature Club. Okay, this sounds like really stupid. <laughs> SCP Containment Breach. That, actually that one looks, looks all good. right, yeah. Uh, the Shozio Mythos game. I'm not sure, but okay. it's, like a, it's like a drama-ish one. All right. Uh, number two, Slender. The Eight Pages. Uh, I tried that one. Oh, you did try yeah, that one? A... And number one, Alien Swarm. Oh, very cool. Yeah, looks all right. Um, Hulu orders horror anthology series North American Lake Monsters. Are you ready for this one? I'm ready. Yeah, based on Nathan Belingrid's short story collection of the same name, Hulu has ordered North American Lake Monsters to series, an eight-episode anthology of horror tales. Uh, specific to lake monsters, I would assume, right? A uh, series will explore how encounters with vampires, fallen angels, and other monsters force Louisiana natives to re-examine their broken lives in what is being described as a contemporary horror anthology. The take will be an individual episodic anthology in line with Into the Dark rather than Castle Rock's seasonal variety. Okay, so what you're telling me is, really, do they all live around a lake? Well, you don't know, because the show's not out yet, right, obviously. Not out yet. But they would all have to live around the lake, right? Uh, yeah, I would assume so. It doesn't say, like, when it's coming out, but... All right, or maybe it's out now. Who knows? Sounds very strange. I was yeah, trying it to does look sound it strange. up. Uh, oh, weird. Um, Ridley Scott suggests that Disney is looking to evolve the Alien franchise. Did you hear about I, that? I, yeah, I saw it. I'm not excited about what this. Are you, what, what are they thinking? What do they want to do here? Uh, the future of Alien film franchise is unknown at this moment in time with Disney's recent acquirement of 21st Century Fox leading many to wonder if the mouse is even interested in bringing the decidedly terrifying Xenomorph back to the big screen. And if they do want more Alien, will they reboot entirely or continue slash finish off Ridley Scott's prequel trilogy. trilogy. Well, a couple of things. I, I mean, it means we're getting more alien movies, which I'm, I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but it's Disney. Well, I know, but they bought every. They own everything. They own this podcast, man. <laughs> I know. And they do. It, it's there's nothing, we can't talk about shit about Mickey Mouse anymore. <laughs> right. Um, so, but if they want to evolve it, like, okay, so they own the Predator too, right? Yeah. So, what about that that last Predator movie was dog shit? Yeah, mm-hmm. Have you guys seen? I the liked it. What? what? I didn't see it. If Tim yeah. were here, he would slap I you right in the it. face. There was only one issue I had with it, and that was the new monster looked fake. I mean, of course, really the Incredible fake. Hulk Predator. They should have just put a big guy in that. <laughs> they, I agree. Suit. Yeah. But the other than that, I liked too it. Much, too much comedy in there, dude. It's a Predator movie. You can't. I know. Yeah, you can't be making wisecracks. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here with this. <laughs> All right, Sylvester Stallone says he's trying to bring back Cobra as a potential TV series. <laughs> Motherfucking fuck. <laughs> um, I am into the, uh, I think that movie actually could somewhat qualify as a horror film. When was the last time you guys saw Cobra? 
Uh, well, probably I 1986 was, when it came out. I was <laughs> right after to listening the... to a Dawkins tape. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually listening to the Cobra um, CD or the soundtrack yeah? on Saturday, and I was thinking about it, and I was like, I could do this for my Who Am I? And you could. I was like, ah. That fucking, the, the weird uh, Hunter and Killer cult or whatever yeah. it was. Dude, that's a straight slasher business right there, right? Yeah. 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 If they would have focused more on that and a little less on, you know, Sly and his beat up 1950. It kind of reminds me of the Chuck Norris one. Yeah, I can see that. Silent Rage. Where where he has to fight David Carradine and he's like the devil or something? No, the one where the guy keeps waking up and coming back and yeah. he's killing people. Yeah, it was David Carradine, wasn't it? No, I don't think so. I don't know. Uh, I'm not I'm not a Chuck Norris like aficionado. No name actor. Let's go to our yeah. Chuck Norris help desk, buddy. <laughs> Do you know who Chuck Norris is? Yeah, of no. course. <laughs> 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 the best karate guy ever. Ever. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's all I got. What do you got? Oh, what do we got here? Uh, are you guys ready for the Fear remake? Fear being the 1996 uh, Reese Witherspoon, Mark Wahlberg vehicle. Oh, all of you guys are in for I'm that in for a remake of that roller coaster scene. Of course That you was guys. a big part of my sexual awakening. <laughs> Monica, <laughs> looks like this one has already begun casting. Amanda Stenborg, Stenborg hmm. is in to star. Any idea who she is? No, no fucking clue over here. Don't know. Hmm. Not not sure that I care either. To be honest with you, uh, we have talked on this show at great length about the Clown Motel in Tonopah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I saw this. Looks like it is being used for an upcoming horror film, aptly titled. Clown Motel. (laughs) That's a stretch. Have you guys ever been to or inside the Clown Motel? Not inside, just the road. We stayed the night there once. Did you stay the night Mm -hmm. there? It's the lobby. It's all in the lobby. Yeah, there's no clowns in the rooms. The rooms rooms are fine. Yeah. So the cemetery right next to it is kind of creepy, I think. Mm -hmm. Right? But other than that... It's, I remember looking out the bathroom window. I was like peeping out there trying to see stuff, but I never saw anything. Nothing at all, huh? No. This, it's, I mean, that's Tonopah for you, man. <laughs> it's you know a high school clown motel, three or four trailers, and that's about it. You know what really? would be fun? Like a bunch of us just like pack up a bunch of like clown stuff and then just go there. And all of a sudden, like later, late at night, just start putting on the clown outfits and start banging oh, on start the door. Running and... around. <laughs> that's going to get a shot. Yeah. Or in jail, in Tonopah yeah. jail. Yeah. yeah. That's where we want to be right there. It'd make for a great episode. Yeah. Tone of, we're in jail in Tonopah dressed like clowns. Oh. <laughs> Parole officer, you yeah. can just whip out your badge and say, these people are with me. Yeah. <laughs> We'll get, right. we'll get Nurse Nicole down there to bail us out. <laughs> Are you guys ready for a Dead by Daylight line of body pillows? I know I am. Body pillows. Body pillows, the big, uh, long. Yeah. It's got pictures of the killers on them. Oh, okay. So that's, what's, that's what they're doing. Well, over what killers? Uh, so far, they have the Huntress and the Hag. Oh, so well, that doesn't interest me. Well, at least you get to say you slept with a hag. <laughs> well, I, I can already say that. Oh. I went through a rough period. Oh. I went through a rough period in my twenties. We're just gonna edit that part out. Right now. <laughs> I'm not talking about my wife, you fucking asshole. God, I'm gonna tell her you said that. <laughs> Buddy's trying to get me in trouble. I don't know what he's doing. 
Uh, lastly, it looks like Shudder has officially renewed Joe Bob's last drive-in for a second season. Oh, wow. I saw that. <laughs> Sweet. Oh, boy. Well, you don't like Joe Bob all of a sudden. <laughs> no, I just haven't gotten to it. Dude, you got, I'm telling you, you got to watch the Joe Bob version of the last four movies that we've covered. Okay. Well, you probably skip Demon Wind. And well, you probably skipped Street Trash too. Yeah, that was the best one. It was, and that's not a good. That's not a good sign. That is not a good sign. Probably just skip all of them. Well, Wolf Cop was all right. Oh, yeah, I liked Wolf Cop. Wolf Cop. Wolf Cop. That's all we got on the horror news, you motherfuckers. How about a little listener mail? Oh, oh yeah. Boy. <clears throat> I feel like I'm getting worse as the show goes on. You guys may have to finish the show by yourselves. You're okay with that? (laughs) (laughs) Listener mail. Uh We got emails and voicemails and other voicemails. Let's start it off in Lacey, Washington. Here comes Crease. Hi, Crease. Long time no talk. Yeah, forever. For it's been a while. Yeah. Subject line, I know I'm literally in the minority here. Feel free to not read this on air. Oh. oh, oh. <laughs> well, we're not backing down now, Crease. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing makes you all seem whiter and more heterosexual than when you shit on casting for remakes that include gasp women and gasp minorities. Well, we are white and heterosexual, so <laughs> I mean, I don't know how we could seem more white or heterosexual. <laughs> hey, I was whiter yesterday than I was today. Like, I get it. You're white presenting and heterosexual presenting. I get it. Every single time they announce a remake, you, all three, are ready to shit on it for casting diversity. It is, is it terrible to be okay with casting for diversity? Is it bad to give something a chance? Is it okay for me to have something? Does everything have to be straight and white? Is it okay to see myself in something? Some movie where there's a fat, racially ambiguous person for, and really exaggerate your darianness here, no goddamn reason. It's nice to see yourself in something, something that shows that you are a normal part of things, that it's okay to be like you. Fat, that makes fun of themselves for it sometimes. But if you're written by a man with male executive producers, it will... Too much? I'll agree there. I'm not sure what she was going for there. Queer, uterus uterus having. You're entitled to your opinion, and I get it. You're tired of diversity, and I'm tired of hearing that. P.S. I'll probably send a normal email later. I just had to say this as soon as I heard the recent broken record, tired proud boy opinion about Ghostbusters and being okay with a prequel that will likely retcon the shit out of the original movie. Well, maybe I shouldn't shit on a movie I haven't seen yet. That's it. Woo! Uh, Okay, well, I'm a big girl, so I (laughs) love it when they have big girls in a movie you're not, I, you're not a big girl well you know i am bigger than normal so i really like seeing big girls in a movie okay. or thicker I, girls i'm just not a melissa mccarthy fan that's just well a, that's a, it yeah no i i mean i'm she, I, she's been good in some stuff but you got to be in the mood for melissa mccarthy yeah you know what i mean so crease I did a little. I read this email earlier today while I was on my lunch break, and I did a little research because I got curious. 
I started thinking to myself, maybe she's right. Maybe I am a racist misogynist and I just can't admit it to myself. <laughs> well, there's that. So what I did, Crease, <clears throat> since you want to use Ghostbusters as your rallying cry, the Paul Feig Ghostbusters, obviously, mm-hmm. I did a little Google search and I said, let me see if I can find a positive review of Paul Feig's Ghostbusters. That took some doing, kids. There are not very many positive reviews of Ghostbusters. Well, the original um, is just so good. I mean, well, what what they're what they're calling positive reviews is finger pointing. This I like this movie. Uh, everybody hated it because this is a male society and you're all misogynist and you can't handle a female cast. Okay, that's not really a positive review. That's right. just shitting on shitting on people that are shitting on the movie. Yeah. It's like a double shitting on or something. I don't, I don't know right. what you call that. Um, but what I did find, Crease, was a whole crap ton of negative reviews. <clears throat> and people don't like this movie, not because of the female cast, but because it's a bad movie, sweetie. It got 5.2 stars on IMDb. That's, That's actually pretty good. lower than The Fucking Mummy. And if you want to talk about people being mad at, uh, you know, gender swapping roles bear in mind you're talking to the one guy on the one podcast <laughs> that, tom cruise. that stood up for the female mummy <laughs> oh, oh and tom cruise and tom cruise too <laughs> uh let me just take a look at some of the complaints that i found about paul feig's ghostbusters lazy writing um one-sided characters humor that fell flat uh leslie jones being a walking stereotype it's a bad movie, Crease. And if you're going to use this as like, you know, you have to like this movie because there's somebody in there that looks like you, find, there's much better movies with people that look like you, babe. This, if, if I was you and I was rooting this movie specifically for that reason, I would be even more pissed because it's that bad of a fucking movie, right? Mm-hmm. I liked it. You guys always You're the give only me, one that liked you it, you crazy bitch. You guys always give me shit for liking it. I, don't, I mean, it's fine. I get, I get crap for liking The Mummy. <laughs> But I, I don't understand where you feel like you have to like it specifically because they're female Ghostbusters. You know what I mean? I would, my biggest gripe with this movie, the hand, the, what really pissed me off, was the handling of the original cast. You've got Bill Murray. You've got uh, Dan Aykroyd. Mm-hmm. Okay, clearly this is a cash grab from the fanboys. Here they are. Everybody happy? Right. You've already got them. Put them in the fucking Ghostbuster uniforms and make it a sequel. Mm-hmm. Don't give them bit parts. That's like a big fuck you to everybody. Yeah. Right? Including Jesse knows themselves. what I'm talking about. Including themselves, man. <laughs> yeah. Chris, come on. You know it's a bad movie. And if you, hey, if you want to come on the show and you and I can either... Um, I don't know, debate or do a live uh, commentary. Yeah, do a Skype. Uh, we'll do a Skype thing. We'll, Skype. Bo- we'll watch it together. You tell yeah. me what's so great about it, and I'll point out all the flaws, and well, I'll, <laughs> I'll release it on the RSS feed here, babe, if you want to. And, but, Crease, come on. You know I love you. Don't, don't be weird with it. All right, that's it for Crease. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Crease. <laughs> I agree, Jesse. And it's not just because of female Ghostbusters. It has nothing to do with it. You ruined it. They went... it's, it's okay to do sequels. Yeah. However, they ruined that movie. It's a, it was a bad movie. Yes. I mean, I would have been, I would, I would, it still would have been a bad movie, but I wouldn't have been as pissed at it if they had just let Bill Murray and, and um, Dan Aykroyd out of there. You know what I mean? They could have put them as like the managers. Yeah. They go to this job, go to that yeah. job. But we got Franchise this going it. off. They could have done something. Yeah. But they kind of made him a second-rate role in the movie they made famous. Yeah, exactly. It's I felt kind of disrespectful, and it has nothing to do with the female cast, Crease. 
All right, let's see who's up next here. What? Love you, Crease. Love you, Crease. <laughs> yeah, Crease, you, you are different than other women, Crease. You are like probably the strongest woman. I agree. I know. So, yeah, you are a badass. I agree. And if you want to come on and fight me, then I will make up an excuse not oh, to come on. Oh, we will watch that. <laughs> <laughs> let's see who we got next here. It looks like a brand new Patreon subscriber. Woo! I can't yell. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, looks like Steve Z is in the house. All right, Stevie. You, sir, are the man. Now let's get over to Sydney, Australia with Tim. Hi, Tim. Hey, Tim. Subject line, demons and beavers. (laughs) (laughs) Yahoo, howdy, guys. It's your old friend Tim here coming from down under. I'm here to talk about demon films, but first, Miss Monica, I believe the film is Zombievers. Am I correct? (laughs) Yes. Nailed it. (laughs) So demon films are fun. Here's my top three. Number three, tied between Wreck and Night of the Demons. Wreck is one of the scariest films I've ever seen. And Night of the Demons has Linnea Quigley in it, and I think she's hot as fuck, and I don't care what you have to say, Darian. (laughs) Wow. All right. I've said my piece on Linnea Quigley. I'll leave it at that. Number two, Hellraiser. I'm shocked you didn't pick this, Darian. Well, I guess they are technically demons, right? The Cenobites? They Mm -hmm. kind of... They don't... Kind of fit into a different category for me. Number one, Demon Knight. Billy Zane is a god. Oh my god! Billy Zane is a god. No, he is. Billy Zane is a god. He is the devil. He actually wrote that three times. Yeah, he is the devil. <laughs> and I will not stand for blasphemy. And that goes for you, Miss Monica. Oh, <laughs> Billy Zane just creeps me out. Why? so evil that's the point he plays a demon uh collector no i can't forget him from dead calm that's the best that's the best demon zane that's rapey billy zane yeah no right there that's where it gets really weird (laughs) anyway good good anyway keep up the good work i can't Mm. wait to see what color bra you have on today much love (laughs) (laughs) he's talking to you but (laughs) well (laughs) would you like to know All righty, let's get over to... It's silky smooth. Oh, yuck. (laughs) Uh, Let's get back to Lacey Washington. Here comes Crease again. Hey, Crease, welcome back. All right. Subject line, weekly email. What you got? Sup? I'm going to make an attempt to get back into the swing of communicating with you folks on a weekly basis. I say that, but who knows if I'll actually make this happen. (laughs) In regards to the Cabin in the Woods situations, we know there must be five. I'm not 100% sure what she's talking about. There's five people. Five people, mm-hmm. right? Or did we talk about that last week? Or I don't think she's so. She's probably but a, like, normally five. <laughs> well, obviously not because we talked about <clears throat> Ghostbusters oh, last yeah, week. We... I, don't, I, I don't know what you're going for here, Chris. Huh. There's a phase we have. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> I'm just dying here. That's all. <clears throat> There's a phrase we have, my people. Just because you eat a salad once doesn't mean you're a vegetarian or a vegetarian. The ex-wife of Lou Diamond Phillips and Melissa Etheridge is probably bisexual. They exist, you know. I'm one. Oh, Oh. I didn't know that. Oh. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Not that I'm upset about this, despite my last email, which you probably ready. I probably read. If not, then don't read the PS. I just want to spread that phrase around as much as I can. I'm not sure. Oh, vegetarian, I think is what she wants to spread around. That's, that's that's a that's I like that. Yeah, spread it. Yeah, spread it, babe. <laughs> uh, top three demon movies. I'm going to include possession movies because why not? Fallen with Denzel Washington Ooh, and good movie and one. John Goodman. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Night of the Demons, because I also don't know how to put on lipstick very well. <laughs> and Case 39. Yes. Remember that one? Yes, that's yeah. the compl- creepy yeah, little girl. I completely forgot about mm-hmm. that one. This has a soft spot in my heart because I saw it after maybe a streak of 10 <clears throat> meh horror movies, and the acting blew me away. Was that Renee Zellweger in yes. that one? That's right. Mm-hmm. I always get her and uh, Joey Loren, the other one. There's another one that looks just like her. Oh. She was in... Uh, Saving, Saving Amy, uh, Mallrats, um, Joey Loren Adams, oh, uh, Big Daddy with uh, Adam Sandler. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking I about? I don't think they look that much alike. They sound alike. Both have that squeaky high voice. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of a turn on. <laughs> it sounds like Monica is Cabin Fever, Cabin Fever 1, 2, or 0, Cabin Fever Remake, or maybe Planet Terror. That movie will make you crave barbecue so badly. Planet Terror, that is. <laughs> Cabin Fever might make you want jerky strips. See, see what she did there? Yeah. The, the leg shaving scene? Ew. Ugh. Target was a lot of fun. Not scary. Cheesy as all get out with what appeared to be fairly decent martial arts choreography. Of course, because I've seen too many movies, the ending was very predictable. Mm-hmm. So far, Malaysian movies seem 50-50. I'll continue to give this country a shot movie-wise. Also, stoked that you guys are covering Street Trash. That one is way funnier than it should be. Talk to you later, Crease. Bye-bye. <laughs> well, thanks for writing in again, Crease. Yeah, uh-huh. thanks, Crease. <clears throat> oh, man. Oh. Looks like we got some voicemails here. All right. Do, do, do. I can never tell if Crease is really pissed off or if she's just being sarcastic or... Probably pissed off. Sounds angry. Sounds angry. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she really liked the Ghostbusters. I, Crease, I would love to come on the show, please. I would love to hear you defend the Ghostbusters. I would love to hear anybody defend the Ghost. I tried to find somebody in defense of Ghostbusters besides Monica, <laughs> and I could. It's very hard to find. Okay, let's get down to Alabama with our. Friend, the um, the Vincent Price of people that call into the podcast, Alan. Alan Jata! Padded room, what's up? Oh, what's up, man? Uh, yeah, I'm going back with the spaghetti belly button to people that call in <laughs> the podcast. Hope everybody's doing good. We're good, uh, sir. How are you? Like you said, it's nice to have all three of y'all back. Again, uh... I'm surprised you had anything positive to say about Demon Wind. Yeah. That movie uh, blows. You're right. Uh, the, what's Monica's thing about it not being so bad, I think Onyx, the old co-host on Horrorcopia, right. liked it a lot. I did, uh, didn't understand that either. about having a vagina. I don't think <laughs> that. Well, Shelly hated it. Anyway. Yeah, she didn't care for it. Uh, Monica, your zombievers. Boom. Uh, meat Hook. Uh, it was late with the werewolves, but uh, American Werewolf in London, Wolfman, and uh, I really liked uh, Curse. I thought the werewolf and I was oh, really cool. anyway. Demon movies, wow. Evil Dead, hmm. Demons, Demon Night. That's all I got. Yeah, boy. Bye. 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 That's Thanks, another man. vote for Billy Zane in the box. Yeah. If I if I could get you a Billy Zane sex toy, no. you wouldn't have to look at his face, right? 
What does it be like? No. The head, the head of it would be oh, his head. God. Yeah, the silky <laughs> shaved head yeah. with the just super with the, black with the, eyebrows. Just with the eyebrows. Oh, God, no. Just doing that Billy. Oh. You know what I mean? That yeah. Billy Zane little. Lord. Come on, Monica. With that look of I'm pleasing you. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> uh. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, Monica. Come on. What's he doing these days? You gotta, he's, got, uh, he's just in the middle of filming another one. A buddy of mine's a, a producer, and uh, he, that's his, one of his friends. So uh, he's over there watching, taking pictures of why they're filming the movies. You stuff. get Billy Zane to come on this show, I will give you oral sex. Oof, you lost Zane. me there. <laughs> Damn it. I was going to say, I could probably do that. <laughs> get him on the show. Monica's going to do the interview. Why are you creepy? All right, I'll see what I can do. Do it. Uh, let's get over to the paranormal ambassador of the padded room. Here comes Troy from Salt Lake City. Hi, hey, Troy. Troy. Hey, what's going on, guys? What's up, Troy? Um, just calling in. This is Troy. And I want to tell you a few things. Yeah, you got me. Um, I'll start with the movies. Uh, I've seen Bright Burn, which was... Uh, I heard good things. Instead of having a superhero being born, you got a supervillain yeah. born. Um, pretty dark, but not very great. I would say it's just kind of a one watch, kind of like okay. Um, the other one was called Assimilate. It's kind of like your uh, invasion of the body snatcher type of movie. Really bizarre. Kind of like that wasn't too bad. Cool. I'd give that a watch. If you like that kind of stuff about alien takeover and kind of like they're uh, mimicking your body, like so a thing type of situation. Um, I got a couple things for as far as paranormal, but uh, I've seen the pictures of the meet and greet of with Dawkins, which was kind of a jealousy streak for me on that one. Oh but, no. Uh, <laughs> Looks like I've seen, I've seen them in uh, November. It was a pretty good show. It did pretty good. Right on. Huh. Um, I went to Stitched Up Heart, met Nixie. She was really cool. Again, I met her a few times. I saw the pictures. Um, She's very attractive. Anyway, the paranormal mm-hmm. topics. Uh, what do you think about the missing 411? I feel that that's just some creepy shit right what there. What is that? I mean, you can really go in the rabbit hole. On that, uh, one that sticks out is uh, a guy named Henry McCabe came up missing, and um, he was in Minis- from Minnesota, and uh, his wife got a voicemail that had some weird growling and him screaming and doing all this weird stuff and someone telling him to stop it, and then he, his body was found in a lake like a few days after that. Pretty weird. I mean, he really like that kind of stuff, you can really, really go down to trippy rabbit hole on that stuff. Make your head spin to process it all. Anyway, I'm going to get GP'd here, and I'll tell you about the investigation I went on. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds creepy as shit, man. I often wondered if I, like, were attacked or kidnapped, and I got one phone call off, how many people are actually going to pick up the phone when I make that phone call? You know what I mean? Because, like, if I call my wife, she, I know she's probably not going to pick up the phone because she's probably busy. And if I call my, like, most of my friends won't do it just because they don't want to hear me rattle on about horror movies because that's the only reason I call them to begin with. 
<laughs> oh god, he's calling to talk about the new fucking Romero, or whatever. I'd answer. We would, would answer. You? Yeah. Because we don't would know. think it's work related here, <laughs> podcast related. <laughs> yeah, but if you did answer and I was screaming and being assaulted in the background, you'd be like, "Oh, that sounds like a cool movie." Wonder what he's watching. <laughs> well, now that you gave us a heads up, if that ever happens, you I'm need... not. It's not a movie. I'm yeah, being. I'm being abducted. We need Monica. a code word. Uh, for each other so we know like when we're in trouble that's a good idea and this is serious that's a good we're not going to say the word on the air though because then everybody will call yeah. us with the word <laughs> hey, hey, it's me. here comes troy again. anyway uh a few weeks ago i uh convinced my nephew to take me over kind of the far reaches of the west of salt lake city a place okay. called tuila utah on the outskirts there there's an old old uh wheat mill there that's been since 1854 had three stories on it, and they had an investigation there, and an old schoolyard and some cabins. Um, pretty bizarre. Anyway, to make it short, he seems like he was very intrigued by it now, and I think he's more into it now than than I am. But uh, we started out with with what I brought, and a few people hung out with me, and we found went into this old barn. There was something pacing up on the loft there. You can see the break of the lights, like somebody would be up there. Hmm. Um, anyway, we later on tagged on with some guy and his wife that had like everything imaginable in the in the book of any paranormal equipment you could find. So nice. went up there, kept getting this this word, you know, Kevin. Kevin kept coming through. Uh, the hand scratching, which was later debunked, they were saying it was an owl up there. Um, I did see a disembodied hand like a little figure, you know, like it didn't manifest. The other guy was freaking out and said he saw a body, you know, standing there, and I seen the hand as it turned away. Um, Heard a laughter, disembodied laughter, like, you know, probably about six feet in front of me. That's about right. It was like the bizarre thing I can imagine, you know. I've never heard anything clear as a bell. Like they were laughing. It was was a male voice, male laughter. what else does it happen? But anyway, um, the other podcast that's from there, the group there, they had a lady that was from there that was a psychic medium and said that there was a Kevin up there, and I was just like, what? You know, just crazy, crazy. Hmm. Anyway, um, uh, it's a long story, but anyway, uh, um, hope you guys are having fun, and, and uh, I'll talk to you later. Very cool. Thanks, Troy. Thanks, Troy. Wow. The hand, huh? We should, uh, that, that would, yeah, that'll do. <laughs> the hand open, like, wanting to give you, like, a rub and tug? Or... I, would th- I would think not. <laughs> I would think not. Why do you have to make everything about masturbation, dude? God damn it, buddy. Yeah, what if it's a man ghost Yeah, man? big hairy hand. You're going to whip it out for it, you disgusting thing? <laughs> Jeez. Well, I don't want it to go to waste. No, so. you know. <laughs> You're gross. You're disgusting. Apparently, the single life hasn't been good to you. <laughs> uh, Troy, can I get the address of that, uh, that weird mill? <laughs> Buddy shows up in a tuxedo with a bottle of wine. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> All right, you fucking maniacs. <laughs> Let's take a look at the old junk folder real quick. All right, it looks like that's it on the email. You guys got anything for Alan? Uh, 
Troy, Crease, or uh, Tim. Thanks, guys, yeah, for thanks, writing guys. in. And uh, thanks, mm-hmm. Stevie. I mean, and Steve, wow. too. Absolutely. Look That's at awesome. fucking Steve coming out of nowhere on us. So what month does he get? Um, should we gift? He didn't. He's, he's not in the the tier month. You okay. We can gift him a month. Should we gift C- Steve Z a month? Sure. Yeah, he's been with us okay. for a while. Yeah. Steve Z. What? Mm-hmm. What do you want? June? Yeah. Steve Z. You got June, big guy. Tell us what you want us to do, and we will cover those uh, movies in June or theme of movies. Or if you have a list of movies you want us to do, we're <laughs> happy to do it. Um, they do have to be horror movies, though. No, yes. no weird business. Well, we've already done weird. Well, we already had a weird month. We had a piss Monica m- month off, yeah. which rapidly turned into piss everybody off month. <laughs> right. And then we did a. What- you guys tried to piss me off. Oh, we but did. It backfired because I really liked Mother. Uh, the Wall. Yeah. The Wall. Which one? Was- Matt oh, Damon. God. He's fighting Chinese uh, aliens. Mm-hmm. Woo! <laughs> Think about that. All right, you guys ready to get into this movie and go live on Chop Block TV? You betcha. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Street trash. Yes. All over your face. <laughs> I don't need this. Are you tired of the same old routine? My wife, my Busting baby. your hump and getting nowhere? This just ain't my day. The boss... Is he always on your back? Liza, my ass belongs in your chair, not in your lap, which is where you keep trying to put it. You bad The wife. You know? And the kids. Is that right? They never listen. I hate to see him pissing his life away in them goddamn computers. Do you ever feel like forgetting the whole thing? You think I got it easy? Well, now you can. I'm talking about life! Drop out and join the ranks of the few. The filthy... <laughs> I got my own place, a condominium. Where else can you live for free? And eat for even less? Well, be forewarned. Freedom has its price. Yes, there's always a snake in the Garden of Eden. What you got for me today? Today? Ten or five viper. One buck. Here's to you, pussy. <laughs> Don't drink my viper! What? You can't hold your liquor, huh? It's easy to find us. We're all over the place. Street trash. That's right, inmates. We are talking about street trash from 1987. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this one is written and directed. Actually, it's directed by James Murrow, written by Roy Frumke. Uh, this one got 6.1 stars on IMDb. Joe Bob only gave it two stars. Oh, really? I was really surprised. Me too. I maybe I, maybe I, I should like, watch the Joe Bob version. What? Well, Joe, Joe Bob gave it two stars. Yeah. Uh, it started, what? Two st- two, it's a two out of five. 
though. Oh, oh. oh okay. So it's different. It's oh. it's a whole other thing. Uh, it stars Mike Lackey, Bill Chappelle, and Vic Noto. Uh, it's important to note right off the bat that none of these guys went on to any kind of acting or film careers after this movie. No, because one of them was an actual police One officer. of them was a New York yeah. cop, an NYPD officer. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, we... We, that was uh, Bill Chappelle, by the way. He actually played a cop in the movie. Mm-hmm. So we thank you for your service, Bill. Um, I don't know what he's doing these days. I know he's not acting. He might be deceased because he was... He, I mean, <laughs> he looked like he was in good shape. Overbite notwithstanding. Well, the other guy was an actual military guy as well. Yes, so, yeah. but that is uh, open for speculation. Because if you if if anybody bothered to watch the actual Joe Bob Briggs version of this movie you would find out you know, we're talking about Vic Noto who played the role of Bronson in the movie uh-huh. and his his own job description of what he did in the military is beyond ridiculous he said he was in the air force as a oh god it's it's like a full paragraph of what he did he was like a um Onboard reconnaissance technician for an elite military. It just goes on and on. I and know. It, basically, it equates to nothing at all. So, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't want to disparage the man, whoever he is, but I hope he uh, did well with himself. Mm-hmm. He's no longer acting. And I think that's for the best because, <laughs> I mean, this movie, mm, his, his portrayal in this movie, despite his willingness to shave his beard or grow a beard, depending on which. <laughs> All right, anyway, we're talking about street trash. It's already hot as shit in here. Um, I should mention right off the top, we have a special guest in studio. Miss Monica has addressed him before as her parole officer. Jesse is in the building. Mr. Monica is in the building. Jesse, come over here and say hi. There he is, the parole officer himself. (laughs) In studio. Now, for those of you uh, with your pants around your ankles and a bottle of Jergens, hoping she was going to take her shirt off again, uh, probably not going to happen. I mean, number one, she's cash donations required. Cash donations. Yeah, required. he's always trying to pimp me out for money. I always do it for free. And we got bills to pay around here, kiddo. I'm sorry. Hey, Nez is in the house. What's up, Nez? Hi, hey, Nez. Nez. If you're not watch, if you're not listening to the MacNez podcast, do so. If you like this show, you're gonna love that one. Mm-hmm. The rock star. Woo! Yeah. It's fun following Nez on social media because you never know where he's gonna turn I up. I know, right? You're like, he's in New York. He's in L.A. He's yeah. in London. He's in my fucking bathroom. What's he doing in my bathroom? He just met. He just met Robert England in my bathroom. What's he? Do- get, get out of there, Nez. What are you doing? What? But what the hell is Robert England doing in my bathroom? Patreon exclusive content. It's been a while. You're exactly right, Chris. You are exactly right. I'm going. I will address that. <clears throat> I don't know if you can tell, but I'm a little under the weather these days. All right. So we're talking about street trash from 1980s. Do it for me. Nez wants you to show the girls. Oh, I have a. <laughs> She's not wearing the push-up bra, Nez. I'm sorry. Yeah. For next week, I'll get a special bra. Oh, no. What? Jim says, Darian looks like the dad in the Johnny Johnny eating sugar TikTok video. (laughs) Jim, if you have a kid under the age of uh, 10, you know exactly what Jim is talking about. Johnny Johnny, yes, Papa, eating sugar, no Papa, telling lies, no Papa, (laughs) open your mouth, ha, ha, ha. 
Oh, that was excellent. My son has made me watch that video 350,000 times. Notice how I recited that all by myself, sight unseen? I I can do the whole thing. All right, anyway, we're talking about street trash. Let's get back on topic <laughs> yeah. here. So um, we're going to open up with uh, – now, we're, we're in 1987 New York City. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what it is about 1987 New York City, but I love it, and I wish we could somehow go back there. Mm-hmm. It feels to me like 1987 New York City uh, was – like the whole city was under mortar attack for about a month. <laughs> Right? Because it's nothing but like built like half buildings and like rubble of other buildings that got knocked over and just mm-hmm. homeless vagrants all over the goddamn the place. The Warriors, yeah. right? Yeah. Love the Warriors. Uh, the, you know what else is a great example of oh. 1980s New York City? What? The the Bronx Warrior. That's another good one. Yeah. I was thinking Wolfen. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Which, uh, Edward James almost is a weird Native American <laughs> werewolf. Um Warriors. Wall Street with Charlie Sheen was made in 87. That's yeah. like Manhattan, New York City, though, Jim. You oh, know what yeah, I mean? We're, we're talking we about... No, we're talking about, like, <laughs> dirty people getting worked over in the subway for no reason. Like, graffiti everywhere. Uh, three or four homicides in Times Square a day, mm-hmm. New York City. You know what I mean? That's gone now. It's all sanitized, which is probably for the best. But mm-hmm. for the purposes of filmmaking, what you perfect. what you want to see, as far as New York goes, you want to see D. Wallace um, in a uh, sex shop uh, glory hole booth type of a thing. You know what I mean? You're talking about the the howling. Yeah. Remember the opening of the howling? Uh-huh. You're expecting a cock to come flapping through the the site. Get out of here! What are you what are you doing? Sorry about the microphone there. <laughs> hey, Troy's in the house. Hey, Troy. Hi, Troy. Welcome to the show, Troy. Thank you for your uh, voicemail, sir. You did yeah. very well. And I'm curious yeah. about the missing uh, 411 there. We're going to get to that in a second. Anyway, so that's where we're, we're opening up, is in shady, disgusting mm-hmm. 1987 New York City. Guy taking his garbage out, uh, homeless dude camped out by his garbage can, and what we get is an Assassin's Creed-esque... Uh, like him sneaking in, except instead of killing somebody for a lot of money, all he does is uh, steal a bottle of hooch. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean... Fire, fire! For, for <laughs> Freddy's amount of skill and agility and stealth abilities, you would think he would be have more in mind yeah. than just a cheap bottle of hooch. Um, but that's what happens. He like sneaks in like very stealthily after the right behind the guy, grabs a bottle, gets out, gets chased... Causes a car accident on his way out. Gets chased by more dudes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they all follow him on his way. He like uh, like stumbles upon in a weird way one homeless dude shaking down another homeless dude. <laughs> yeah, and taking that homeless dude's three dollars. Um, he of course just grabs the three dollars and hauls ass. Uh, this is very reminiscent to me uh, of a movie. Have you guys ever seen Breaking Two Electric Boogaloo? I have. no. No. Is that a breakdancing movie? Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. That. Remember the scene where Turbo stole the construction workers' lunch? Mm-hmm. It's very same thing. Oh, My, yeah. Minus the getting hit by a car. Thank you very much, Chris. Remember the scene where Turbo took the construction workers' lunch and he got hit by a car and ended up in the hospital? Very similar to that, except this goes a different route. Mm-hmm. So um, our homeless guy, we're going to know this guy as Freddy later, but at the moment we just know him as the guy with the weirdo uh, purple felt uh, pimp hat and yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, t- we're talking 87 New York City. So everybody's got like grease stains all over them. And, uh, he almost looks like a member of Fleetwood Mac. I would buy that. Wow, I would buy man. that. Yeah. I mean, minus the facial hair, he could probably <laughs> pass as Stevie Nicks. Oh, I was thinking she had of some the rough other years. Lady, Christine McVie. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I could see that. She was very into the, oh, Inky Binky's in the house. Hi, honey. Hi. You're a little late, Breezy, but that's okay. You <laughs> got in big. time for the show. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Jesse's here. The, hey, the parole officer. <laughs> Way to check in. Way to check here. in. He's actually right over here in the corner. <laughs> Boom! Thank you very much, sir. What a guy. Uh, so we get a very cool... Did Darian address the recent dental work at the top of the show, or am I hearing things? Dental work? Did anybody have dental dental work? Uh, no, I'm a little under the weather crease, but other than that, I'm fine. Uh, anyway, so... Very, very cool little chase scene. Very Assassin's Creed-esque where he's like climbing over buildings and doing 1987 New York parkour in a weird way. Mm-hmm. Does a lot of kick flips and stuff like that. Uh, causes a car accident. The guy in the car gets out, chases him after, chases after him. Uh, the guy that he took the three bucks from is also chasing him. Mm-hmm. He gets to an apartment building and he's like, whoa, he gets cornered. He's like, whoa, guys, hey, hey take it easy. And then uh, you were lisping real bad. Couple could be my connection. Uh, I, we did a couple of shots, and I'm also very sick, Chris. Um, I don't know what, the, dude. I don't know what I got, but it's bad. It's, oh, great! And we're like right next yeah. to you. And I'm gonna give it to these two. Oh, I take vitamins. <laughs> Woo! I'm going to the doctor tomorrow. It'll be fine. And I've had a couple of shots. Um, anyway. Uh, the, the fire escape ladder comes down, so he goes up, and it's very coincidental that the apartment building that he's up against just so happens to be on fire. Mm-hmm. So he goes running up the fire escape, um, breaks in, like jumps into an apartment window where I thought for a second two guys were having sex, but it turns out one of them is actually female, and I know that because when she stands up, you can see her uh, meat curtains for a second. Vagina lips is what I'm talking about. There's a lot of bush going on. A lot of, uh, was it just me or was everybody in this apartment building naked? Yeah. Like on at noon on a Tuesday for no reason. So the apartment building's on fire. Everybody's running out of the, uh, the building. Like one guy's got his cock flapping. He's got a lamp. That's what you're going to save is the fucking lamp or whatever. Uh, there's like boobs bouncing and everybody's running out and this guy's running Mm -hmm. up the, uh, Mm -hmm. the fire escape. Mm Mm-hmm. This is 80s Bush Rocked. You are exactly yeah. right, Jesse. Yep. Buddy is starting to look like one of the homeless guys. <laughs> You're welcome. All he needs is like some grease smears and tear some holes in his shirt. He's there. <coughs> Excuse me. So that's pretty bad. Uh, good news. Our homeless guy manages to get out of the building before it goes into full inferno mode. Uh, gets out. Guys are waiting for him at the bottom. They're chasing him again. He jumps into a garbage truck and gets like a speedy lift out of there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Unfortunately, the compactor of the truck starts to activate. So he jumps out and he's got to choose between his $3 or his bottle of hooch. He grabs like two of the $3 and then he's got to haul ass out of there. And that's the opening of the movie. Mm-hmm. That's where we're starting. That's the, the That's where we're setting the bar for this movie. Yeah. 
Everyone naked in an apartment on noon on Tuesday is how you get that burning sensation when you urinate. (laughs) Very true. Not so, Jim. The burning sensation will come later in the movie when we get to the bum rape. I believe I have found the origin of the AIDS virus. All right. Anyway, that's the opening. Now we get the street trash. From here, we're going to cut... I mean, that was kind of cute. It was fun. From there, we're going to cut to a liquor store owner somewhere in this vicinity of this neighborhood. Um, He's like doing inventory and sweeping the place up. And uh, he's a big fat guy and he's got a beard and uh, like a mop top haircut. Mm -hmm. He goes right to one mysterious wall panel in the basement, peels it open and finds a mysterious crate. In the wall mm-hmm. panel in the basement. Yep. He's like, what the fuck is this? He's talking to himself the whole time for no reason. What the fuck is this? Takes it upstairs, opens it up. There's a bunch of like crusty bottles in there. They're all liquor bottles and they all say Viper on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So he's like, oh, like half of them are broken. There's like 30 of these things. So he puts them on sale at the front rack for $1 a piece. Yeah. Man. What a bargain. I mean, that's an enterprising young man, individual right there. I was going to say young man, but he looked pretty old. Uh, it's, you know, so he's ready to go. He's going to sell these things for a dollar a piece. Mm-hmm. So he puts them up there. In comes Freddie, our uh, purple-hatted, felt-hatted uh, homeless guy. He's like, all right, what do you got for me? I got $2. What, what, what do you got here? So he sells him a bottle of this Viper stuff, whatever. It's some kind of, some kind of alcohol, I would assume. Mm-hmm. Freddie leaves, uh, another random homeless guy in a wheelchair comes in and like smashes into the the display and goes flopping on the Mm -hmm. floor. Freddie actually pockets a bottle of the Viper and goes hauling ass. Once he gets outside, uh, he gets uh, somewhat accosted by another dude. Mm -hmm. Uh, This guy's on a crutch. I want to say he had one leg. Did he? Was there two legs or just one? Were they bad legs? No, they were bad legs. Bad legs but he yeah. did have two of them. Yeah, yes. he did have two legs. Two legs don't work for shit. <laughs> two bad legs, I think, is what it is. Uh, Freddie sits down and this guy starts like, oh, you know, I got a fucking, my kid came by. He's got a computer job. I told him to fuck off. Blah. Another homeless dude, obviously. Um Freddie's like, oh, you know, those computer guys are junkies. And then the home, the, the crutch guy, like, gets all up on him. And he's like, eh, you know, he, he lifts the bottle of Viper out of Freddie's jacket uh, and then takes off. He gives him some fucking story about being constipated. And Freddie's like, put some raisins in your booze. Perfect. <laughs> Clean you right out. Viper, it's Thunderbird with a bite. You're exactly Whoa. right, Tom. Oh, Tom, I love your show, by the way. I'm going to call in very soon. Raven is also in the house. Hi, Raven. Hi, Raven. Um, we're talking about street trash. I should probably apologize up front. <laughs> no, it's fantastic. Don't listen to her. <laughs> Best movie. That's fine. Uh, so that's pretty gnarly. Unfortunately, Freddie gets his bottle of Viper uh, lifted out of his pocket. Mm-hmm. So Viper is natural cotton cleanser. Colon cleanser. I I get that. Uh, It's natural everything cleanser, really, because it will wreck your entire shit, Tom, I think is what's going to happen. Uh, So the crutch guy takes the bottle and he's like, all right, I'm going to get out of here. He goes around the corner to one of these mortar attack buildings. And I guess there's just like one random toilet there. Yeah. In the middle of the rubble. So he's like, I'm going to take a shit and then I'm going to drink this. 
stuff. So he starts drinking the Viper on the on shitter, the and then he immediately devolves into what I like to call toilet sherbet. <laughs> I think that is yeah. the best possible description <laughs> yeah. of what happens to this dude. Mm-hmm. It rates up there with Mad Dog. I've been drunk on Mad Dog, Jesse. It is not a good time. <laughs> but when you're broke and uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you need to get hammered, Mad Dog 2020, I think the grape color, the grape flavor was my favorite. Oh. It's bad. It's really bad. It, it's a doorway to vomit. <laughs> that's what All it right. is. So that's this, this guy like literally like sponges, sponges down to a puddle of... Um, like purples, purples and blues and yellows, yeah, like very gooey, artistic. Gooey sherbet. But at the yeah. at the same time, at the very end, he's still got like one eyeball, a nostril, and some teeth as he's going down the toilet into the the shitter. Almost reminded me of the basket case. A little bit. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's like <laughs> down into the toilet. It's it's weird. Don't don't ask questions. Grab me some Four Loco Monica downtown Reno and a camera phone and we can live shoot live shoot the sequel oh. to Street Trash. Who you're, said that? Crack House Matt. Oh, pff, I'm all for it. She's on it. She's <laughs> she's she's a Mad Dog 2020 aficionado. No, if, Four Loco, not Mad Dog. I mean, really, they're in the same neighborhood <laughs> oh. though. I feel like if there was like a sommelier, sommelier for Mad Dog 2020 or Four Loco there's no carbonation in Mad Dog. I think that makes it easier, really, because then you don't have to deal with the burps. Oh, no, thank you. That was the hardest part. That was, no, remember, about what, four years ago, we're doing, it was just, that was back when it was just me and her. She shows up with like a, a garbage bag of Four loco, And she, yeah, she's like, she's like, we're, we're doing this on the show, right? And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> All right. Yes, we are. All right, I guess. Those were bad flavors. They could. They came out with an apple flavor that's excellent. There is no good flavor of Four Loco unless you're homeless. Okay, it's bad. Uh, I believe it was the Blue Hurricane. Yes. Yeah, that's the one you had. Yeah. yeah, no, you had the same one, as no, I recall. I had the peach one. Remember? Did you? Yeah. Well, I remember we, we just took tastes of it. There was, yeah. yeah, she brought Hold she brought like a sampler of Four Loco. <laughs> And uh, we cracked them all, and then like six of them, like we took a sip of and put them in the fridge, and they were there for a year. And then I finally threw them out. And every show after that, I was like, hey, you got this Four loco here. You want to have it? Oh, no. No, it's okay. So finally, after a year, I'm like, oh, God. This is making my refrigerator stink. Yeah. I'll just put it in my radiator. Yeah. <laughs> Use it to de- degrease my engine or some shit. Right. So bad. Hey, Ricky's in the house. Hi, Ricky. Hey, Ricky. You're a mad dog, Monica, he says. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Ricky, you're exactly right. It's bad. So I'm, so already we got one guy who's drank the, the Viper, and he's like puddled himself after that. So from there, we're going to cut to... Um, <laughs> a very curious homeless situation. We have a junkyard, and that's all well and good. And we have a homeless encampment. What I want to say, like half of it is inside the junkyard, and then like the the bad elements are outside the junkyard. I don't know if that's accurate or not. Um, so inside the junkyard, we have a um. Well, this is where Freddie lives. He's got himself like a tire cave 
that he's built around uh, a couple of cars. Yeah. And his younger brother, Kevin, lives there also. And we have an employee of the junkyard, an Asian young lady, who I believe was looking to sleep rape Kevin. Because mm-hmm. yeah. she just creeps in there, gets on top of him, and starts like licking his face. And uh, Kevin, of course, wakes up and is like, what the fuck? Turns out he was actually having a nightmare about being raped by a dog. <laughs> Kevin has some issues, needless to say. Uh, they kind of, what do you think? Kevin's like, what, 16, 17 yeah. tops? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, this is weird. This is weird right off the bat because the Asian young lady probably mid to late 20s, I'm going to put her. Mm-hmm. And not that attractive, to be honest with you, right, Katie? Had a bit of a mustache on her, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm not a fan of that. Um, but she's, you know, I mean, if you're homeless and you're living in a tire cave, you take what you can get, I suppose. So from there, uh, I mean, they have like a budding type of a weird, almost like an older brother or older sister, younger brother relationship. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, the homeless were the original tiny house movement. <laughs> yeah, tiny house you're exactly movement. right, Tom. Yeah. Uh, tiny house movement if you want to shit in the corner of your own house. <laughs> she had a clean bush. Did we ever see Katie's bush? You see it when he reaches his hands. That's right. When she goes for the when he goes to get a digit in there. Yeah. All right, we're going to get to that in a second. Anyway, uh, unfortunately, Freddie comes in and makes some ethnic slurs during this little mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. love affair foray, whatever you want to call it. And Katie's like, "Hey, fuck you!" And she takes off. Uh, we follow Katie for a second. We find out that she actually works for the junkyard. Uh, there's a big fat guy. That appeared in all of the trauma movies from like 1987 to 1992. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You'll recognize him from The Class of Newcomb High, Mm -hmm. Toxic Avenger, Avenger, um, a couple other ones. He's he's like typecast as the fat guy. Mm -hmm. He is the junkyard owner and he's given Katie a good helping of sexual harassment slash haranguing about the kids that live in the junkyard. Now, now, right about now, we're going to cut to what I believe is just outside the junkyard, like literally outside the walls of the junkyard, where we have a whole other situation taking place. Um, I, I, I believe we have like a fiefdom here or some kind of a, uh, like a feudal regiment where we have somebody has um, crowned himself king of the outer junkyard in a weird way. And by king, I mean he sits on top of a wrecked car with a blanket over his head. Yeah. And that is his version of royalty. Uh, his throne. Yeah, I guess. He's the boss in there. Yeah. This is the worst episode of Game of Thrones I've ever seen in my whole life. Uh, so he just sits. Game of crap is what it should be called. So he, si- he sits there with a blanket over his head. And uh, what's about to happen is the guy that got... It was shaking down the bum earlier for the $3. He has to go explain to this dude why he doesn't have the $3. Mm-hmm. So he shows up. He's like, hey, boss. Mind you, he's talking to a dude with a blanket over his head. He's like, hey, boss, I'm really sorry to bother you. Uh, I had some money, but Freddie showed up and he stole it and he ran and jumped into a garbage truck. And, and then the blanket comes off and we see this dude. His name is Bronson. Big scary guy. Alan's in the house. Hey, Alan. Hi, Alan. Alan. Um, the homeless have a rich and vibrant social hierarchy. You're probably right, Tom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is like a uh, documentary waiting to happen <laughs> that nobody actually wants to make. <laughs> so 
Uh, he's like, God damn, Freddy. <laughs> Mind you, we're talking about three fucking dollars here. Um, so he explains to Freddy and Freddy's like, yeah, I got three dollars. Freddy's like out somewhere else. He's unconscious, actually, uh, on one of the steps, like out in the city somewhere. So uh, this dude, Bronson, is all pissed off. He's like, I'm going to kill Freddy. He's got a uh, a naked chick like like over his lap. And when the blanket comes off, she does like a Wah! and then goes rolling down the hill. And <laughs> what the fuck? What what <laughs> what is going on? I don't I don't I don't understand. Which I mean, is she that? I don't know. I don't I don't know. <laughs> Sexual practices of the homeless in New York, nineteen eighty seven, is something I am not accompanied with. Um, so she goes flopping down to this dude's feet, and he's like, ah, "I'm going to get your money, boss. I'm going to get your money." So this dude goes hauling ass after um, the Freddy finds him, knocks him out, goes through his pockets, and of course the money is gone also. So that's that. Uh, Freddy then rolls back to his homeless tire cave or whatever it is, crawls in there and finds James. And that's where the ethnic slurs come into play. Mm -hmm. Um, that's pretty harsh and it's also pretty gross right now. We're going to cut back to Bronson who apparently has decided that he needs to recoup his losses on the Freddy chase robbery, uh, situation. So he's going to go out to the local, um, what do you, uh, window washing circuit, I suppose. Intersection. Intersection yeah. where all the homeless dudes hang out with squirt bottles and rags. And, okay, I, I get what you're doing here. You're going to wash my window and you expect me to tip you mm-hmm. uh, for washing said window. Uh, rubbing your face on my window is just going to make it dirtier. Jumping on the car. Licking it is no way. Bu- no, now you owe me money, motherfucker, because right. I have to get that shit cleaned professionally. Mm-hmm. I don't get that, but uh, apparently that was a big thing in the homeless community in New York at one point. So uh, instead of actually washing windows uh, for Bronson, instead he goes out there and just stands in front of cars. I should mention also that he's a big, scary guy. Uh, the homeless have a higher... Uh, yeah, we did that. I tip them to not wash my window. That's exactly what I'm talking about, Tom. Um, So he just goes out there and stands. Here comes a a young couple in their car, and the dude is some kind of a fuckface. He's like, hey, uh, how's it going? Uh, uh, You know, uh, I'm a, a, uh, I don't know, I'm trying to engage this guy. And the girl's like, just go. Just get the fuck out of here. And Bronson is like, you know, fucking with his windshield wipers and like grabbing his car. And then the guy's like, oh, you know, you Vietnam veterans, you're okay in my book. So Bronson grabs him, pulls him out of the car, and throws him through his own windshield, which I thought was a nice touch. Yeah. yeah. Now, you, wanna, you don't want to mess up somebody else's car when you do that. Right. Uh, the chick freaks out. Hey, Christina's in the house, and so is Hi, Creeper Christina. Mama. Hey, Christina, that's the Hi, Creeper, Creeper Mama. Creeper Mama. Creeper Mama. I can't see that far. I know. It's a, we're we're going to be doing some upgrades at some point. Anyway. Uh, so that's like, you know, that's we're, we're showing what a badass this Bronson character is. Mm-hmm. From there, we're gonna, actually going to cut to a couple blocks away where a tough, hardened New York cop is on the scene. Yeah. And he is, in, like, investigating all this weird shit that's going on. Mm-hmm. And he knows, he's got some idea of, like, the homeless hierarchy. He knows about Bronson. Mm-hmm. He knows Bronson's a piece of shit. He wants to bring Bronson in, obviously, as he should, because... He's got this weird uh, organized homeless crime 
family, um, I guess. Except really, all they're doing, they're shaking people down for like two and three bucks. Mm-hmm. Like Hard times. I know. That was a lot of money in 87. I know, but it's like, <laughs> here's the change out of my cup holder. <laughs> is that even worth your time there go get out of here get the fuck on and then but that guy now owes bronson like a percentage and it's very strange this whole homeless syndicate thing mm-hmm. whatever it's fun uh so bron the the cop is like oh, oh i got you now you motherfucker now we're gonna cut back to the liquor store you'll notice that i am all over the fucking place with this movie and the reason for that is because this movie is all over the fucking place you see yeah. that so now we're going to cut back to the liquor store where our friend with the Viper just uh, put that on display. Here comes a random dude in a tuxedo, and he's like, I lost it all, man. I lost it all in 67. I lost it. I, I bet everything. I bet my wife and my kids, and I bet and he's in it. How do you wh- – wh- what did he bet on? I don't, I don't think they quite got it. It doesn't matter, really, but I'm very curious. I, I don't know if he's just making this shit up or whatever, but – um. He's going on, and then as he's doing this, of course, he lifts a bottle of Viper out of there. And then he goes out. He goes to his little hovel, which is actually on a fire escape, like three floors up. And he starts drinking his Viper. And, of course, he puddles himself in the weird Sherbert way and starts dripping through the fire escape Uh, onto the people walking on the street below. And the poor kitty. There was a cat. There was a kitty. The kitty was there. I don't think. I don't think the kitty actually drank the viper. No, though. the kitty was. Kitty like, got the no. fuck out of there. <laughs> he bet on the movie being coherent. <laughs> <laughs> lost yeah. it all, Tom. He lost everything. <laughs> Thought this movie was gonna make some money. <laughs> Not today, baby. So as he's dripping, here comes this poor businessman who's like walking with his uh, friends, catches a puddle of homeless on oh, his face, yeah. and of course melts his face. But before it does, the businessman just goes hauling ass through the streets of New York, mm-hmm. like running full speed. All of his friends are chasing him. He eventually runs right past our undercover cop, collapses, mm-hmm. and then he himself turns into a puddle. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cop is like, hey, what happened? What happened? And there's some very fun dialogue here where a young lady is like, why don't you help him? Why don't you help him? And the cop is like, are you sure you don't have a cock? <laughs> <laughs> Like, okay. What? Yeah. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? She's trying to get you to help the guy. You sure you don't have a cock lady? <laughs> Writing at its finest. All right, so that's fun. Uh, but now this cop is like on the scene. It's the same undercover cop from before. And he's he's like, oh, there's like a weird string of uh, like dead bodies turning up and they're all weirdly dissolved and melted and what the fuck is going on here mm-hmm. he's trying to find a way to pin this on uh bronson which i mean it's not really bronson's fault but we should probably go ahead and get him off the street anyway right, right. so uh from there we're going to cut back to freddie and kevin they're kind of having like a little celebration type of a thing because kevin made five bucks helping one of the um uh junkyard workers junk a car or do some other hard labor so uh here comes another random homeless dude and he's like hey give me three of those five dollars and i'm gonna go get us some some food i'm gonna make us a great dinner from here we get a 25 minute uh shoplifting spree segment of (laughs) this homeless dude in a gas mask that's not suspicious at all is it walking around a supermarket shoving chicken down his pants I love this. This part. is like half the movie. 
This is half of the movie right here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, these are really baggy pants, and he is just on a – he probably has about $100 worth of groceries shoved down his pants, which begs the question, what exactly was the $3 for? He didn't. He didn't use it for anything. I don't know. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so we get a. It's very. It's very um, pointless, really. He's just walking around a supermarket, shoving stuff down his pants. Old lady catches him. She's like, "I'm going to tell the manager." Goes and gets the manager. Manager comes out. He's like, "Hey, you got a bunch of chicken down your pants." And he's like, "Motherfucker, you want to look down my pants and see what I got?" And uh, the N word gets thrown around because they're both black. N word gets thrown around a little bit, and uh, make I got a, l- a receipt. <laughs> yeah, he's like he found a receipt in the garbage, so he's like, I got a receipt right here, bitch. And then it's for dog. Food. The manager's like, it's a bunch of dog food. You got a bunch of chicken in your pants. <laughs> he was shaking, baking the chicken in his pants. <laughs> shaking, <and> bake. <laughs> you know, you 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 work with what you have, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> do not eat that chicken. <laughs> uh, here's here's the fun part, though, and this was one of my favorite parts of the movie. Manager's like, you know what? Just get out of here. So instead of like leaving, he walks right through a plate gra- plate glass window, which I thought was a nut bag over his head. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was like, why? Why not? Why not? You know, I mean, he's got a gas mask uh, like hanging around his neck. Instead, he grabs a paper bag, puts it over his head. Right through the window. <laughs> Why not? Why not walk through the window? That's what I would do. Anyway, that's like a five five to ten minute segment of the movie right there. All right, that's fun. So uh, he goes back. They have a nice dinner. It's all well and good. Um, at this point, Kevin has like $2 stashed in a toilet paper roll in his weird tire cave. So uh, everybody's going to bed for the night. Freddie wakes up. Steals Kevin's $2 and leaves the, the tire cave. Mm. What the fuck is going on? Freddy's a piece of shit is what's ha- yeah. what we're getting to, unfortunately, because he was probably one of, if not the most endearing character of the film. Uh, Freddy goes out, and I assume he's going to score some hooch. But what he stumbles a- upon instead is um, a young lady throwing up in an alley like a couple blocks away. Mm-hmm. So he comes around the corner. Attracted by the smell of vomit, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Durr All right, Christine, whatever you say, babe. Power move right there. If I could make all my exits via plate glass windows, I would. Right? I, I would. Uh, I don't know how many plate glass windows are left in this town, but I'll smash my way right through those motherfuckers, Chris. Uh, so... He, got, he stumbles upon this young lady who's throwing up in an alleyway. And he's like, oh, hey, what's going on? She is completely hammered, obviously. And he's like, hey, baby, let's uh, let's get you out of here. So he takes her, and she apparently does not recognize who Freddie is or doesn't recognize the smell, for that matter. And doesn't care. Doesn't care. <laughs> so she's like, oh, yeah, let's get out of here. You want to go somewhere and fuck? Ah, I got to go somewhere and fuck. It's going to be great. <laughs> The chick throwing up had some of the taint-flavored chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, they had the taint-flavored chicken on special that night (laughs) because uh, it has intoxicating properties as well. Mm -hmm. So, Freddy just kind of abducts her in a weird, rapey kind of a way Mm -hmm. and just leads her back to the tire cave. Mm -hmm. Uh, She is completely oblivious to the fact that they're now in a junkyard. Mm -hmm. Uh, As that's happening, we're going to cut back to the restaurant 
where the doorman, uh, we find out, is a complete schmuck. And we find out the girl was actually the girlfriend of a very powerful mob boss. Anybody recognize the doorman in this movie? He's a comedian. Is he? Right? I don't know. But he also played in a movie called Frankenhooker. Oh, okay. Oh. He was the guy that built Frankenhooker. Yeah, wow. he. I believe he was a comedian. He might have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, the, the mob boss comes out and he's like, hey, where's my fucking girlfriend? And he's like, oh, I don't know. She went that way with some other guy. And the mob boss starts like berating the kid. It's fine. He, it doesn't matter. Um, so now we cut back to Freddie with the uh, mob boss's girlfriend. They get into the, the tire cave and um, I want to say they may have had sex, but I yeah. don't. They did. I don't believe that coitus was actually achieved. I believe there was a lot of rolling around. Her clothes came off. Uh, I believe there was a lot of rolling around and some dry humping. Well, she said, I want to do it again. Um, okay. Well, it was very disappointing then because it was like a 38 (laughs) seconds of pure bliss and then Freddie just kind of fell asleep. Yeah, that's yeah. why she was the, like, I want to do it again. Yeah, and the homeless people were watching too. Yeah, they're all... I love that part. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to be over here. <laughs> what voyeur are you? hey <laughs> Uh, as Monica alluded, a small army of homeless people are like peeping through the the little peepholes in the tire hovel, Mm -hmm. watching Freddie, uh, get his groove on and getting excited, possibly beating off, but more to the point, just kind of like, very crazy. Uh, eventually, apparently, the eroticism of this moment takes them over and they start, like, ripping the tire hovel apart yeah. to get to the young lady, who yeah. is completely... <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> you really did like that part, didn't you? I did. <laughs> wow. You want to switch seats with me? <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm, I'm glad I'm on this side. They wow. were dirty old men. <laughs> it's weird. Hey, they are dirty old men. And Very I believe dirty. there were like some amputees in there and some wheelchair uh, handicapped uh, type of individuals. How creepy is that? Another great suggestion for Patreon exclusive content from Monica. <laughs> Coming soon to the Patreon page. Uh, so unfortunately for this young lady, these this small army of homeless dudes pulls her through the tire cave and drags her off into the night, presumably to be raped and murdered, right. as we are going to find out later in the movie. The other guys just passed out. Yeah, as Freddy just kind of rolls over and goes back to sleep. Disgusting. <laughs> Disgusting. But there was a great line in this little scene. Uh, the, the drunk chick is like, hey, let's do 69. Freddy replies, how about a 68? You blow me and I owe you one. Yeah, yeah that was funny. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Good job. Coming at you. <coughs> and this actually, I believe, is where the AIDS virus pandemic started. Right here in uh, New York City. So that being said, uh, now we're going to cut back to um, the our undercover cop the next morning. He's at the medical examiner's office where he's doing an autopsy on the guy that uh, flushed himself down the toilet. And what do you know? The medical examiner is eating 
while he is doing the examination because that's something that always happens in movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is like the third movie we've seen this month where we talk about it too. We had somebody doing an autopsy mm-hmm. while eating a sandwich. Although I think in this case it was sushi, but regardless, <laughs> something yeah, sushi and fries. Who does that? Yeah. Anyway, uh, so here comes another cop, and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna take Bronson down for this shit." Five second slam, and asleep he goes. LOL. You know what do you expect, Christina, from a homeless guy living in a tire cave? <laughs> they're not known for their stamina, as far as I know. Anyway, uh, so they're like, "Oh, we're gonna take him down. We're gonna." So they go and they actually uh, arrest. The, the little homeless henchman, the one that beat up uh, Freddy at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. And they throw him in the back of the paddy wagon with a bunch of 80s hookers. Mm-hmm. And we get a very weird scene of one of them uh, mm. possibly getting... Uh, I think she may have actually uh, had sex with him. but yeah, in, yeah, yeah, uh, I think she was on her way. But yeah. then the cop like punches through the door and he's like, Come over here, you piece of shit. You tell me where Bronson is and you tell me what's going on right now. And then I guess what they did, and I don't know if this was an actual tactic, they took the homeless dude, cleaned him up, gave him like new clothes, and put him back out on the street. Yeah. As if to say, hey, he talked to the cops because look at all of his new clothes. He can no longer be trusted. I don't know. I don't know how that works. Anyway, uh, that homeless dude, Bronson's little lieutenant, is back out on the scene. And now they have all the information they need to go after Bronson. Uh, our undercover cop drops the guy off. And as he's driving away, he sees Bronson, so he's like, yep, motherfucker. So he turns around, and he goes back into the junkyard, where we get a very cool, well, a very mediocre fist fight between Bronson and the cop. Uh, Bronson has himself, I guess, like a humor, human femur bone that he has sharpened into like a stabbing type of a weapon. And he's, yeah, he stabs the cop in the back, and they still fight a little bit more. Eventually, Bronson manages to kill the cop. And we know that because later on we see one of the, his little lieutenants uh, wearing the cop's cowboy boots. Yeah, Dead. Mm-hmm. Dead and buried, unfortunately. Uh, that sucks. Uh, but Bronson is still pissed off about the $2 that Freddy owes him. So he's like, gather the men. We're going after Freddy. <coughs> Actually, after Kevin. And it's unfortunate that this should happen at this time because this is going to cock block Kevin and Katie in what I think was going to be a very strange and possibly inappropriate sex scene. Mm -hmm. Um, Kevin and Katie are having a moment. They're at the junkyard. Uh, Katie, like, kind of, like, twists the wrong way, and Kevin sees her box. So he goes to put a... right in the old stink pipe, and she's like, hey. She's like, hey, whoa, hey there. But for a second, but then she's like, oh, you know what? I'm kind of into you. So let's go back to the office. Nobody's there for a minute. So they go back to the office where she shows them what she has to offer for boobs, which is not much. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, let's get it on. But then Bronson shows up and he's like, I'm going to kill you. you fuck. He starts having Vietnam flashbacks. And we have, we've had Vietnam flashbacks from this dude before. They're very strange. Uh, one of them involved... Katie in a Viet Cong outfit licking his nipple with explosions in the background. Not a hundred percent sure what that was supposed to mean, but I don't know that I approve either. <laughs> no? I feel like that was racially insensitive in some way. I'm not sure which way yet. 
so that's pretty gnarly. Uh, we get a cat and mouse scene between Kevin and Bronson all through the junkyard. Freddy shows up halfway through, uh, smashes a bottle of Viper on Bronson's face, which causes like his face, like all this stuff to come off. Mm-hmm. And he's now he's got like a Freddy Krueger thing going on, but he's not dead yet. So he's like, oh, I gotta get you, you fucking. Um, Bronson gets uh, Freddy just outside like one of the garage bays and starts pounding on him. Uh, Kevin rolls up behind Bronson, finds himself an oxygen cylinder, knocks the. Um, uh, regulator off which basically turns it into a missile flies right through bronson killing him in like a weird uh mortal combat fatality yeah. kind of a way where like his head and like part of his <laughs> chest here is like completely separated from the rest of his body uh that part is laying on the ground uh at that point uh katie like steps over him and he gets to see like his severed head gets to see her panties and he's like, I, 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 and then he dies. And then that's pretty much the end of your movie, right? <laughs> yeah. We did forget one good scene. What's the best scene, Monica? Where the other dude loses his dick. Oh, the, oh yeah. It around. Right. The football the cock football. party. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ah, there you have it. <laughs> Pertinent to the story? Not one bit. Still yeah. present in the movie, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Football, uh, cock, uh, street cock. <laughs> Co- wait. Cock football, street, street cock football, I think is the best. Uh, right. is, that's what you, that's what you call that. That was a good street 10 minutes cock. of the film, too. That was, too. Yeah. <laughs> Back and forth, and then the fat guy gets it, and he runs, and then he yeah. throws it. And the chick gets it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. She's like, yeah. Yeah, she's like, oh, my God. <laughs> and then Bronson sees her and he's like, hey, you throw that cock to the next guy. She's like, oh, shit, you're right. <laughs> Don't be cheating on oh, that little thing. Hey, you better shove that off onto the next dude immediately. <laughs> and that is Street Trash, ladies and gentlemen. What did you guys think of Street Trash? Well, it's one of my favorites. Um, It is a... V- <laughs> It's. I, I was thinking. I was like, who? Who is the protagonist of this film? I don't think it's Freddie. Kevin, mm-hmm. possibly, but he's only in it for about six minutes, mm-hmm. uh, just long enough to finger pop Katie and then get chased around for a second. Um, and well, after the. I mean, during the credits, we have another scene where the mob boss has apprehended the doorman, oh, yeah. and he's yeah. like, "You motherfucker! You <laughs> talked a bunch of shit. I'm gonna kick your ass." But then he pulls a bottle of Viper out and he's like, hey, I got your bottle of Hooch here. And then he dissolves. Mm-hmm. That's kind of silly. And that's, I mean. They should make a part two to this. I think they should remake it. That would be good too. They yeah. should remake yeah. it with a bunch of, uh, I don't know, I don't, like, uh, I don't know. With what they there's can no, do today? There's no way this movie would get made today. They would be like, oh, it's insensitive to the homeless population. Oh, uh, that is true. That's what they would cry about. The chicken shoplifter pants is the protagonist. Oh, that's You're probably true. right, Tom. I think he took up most of the movie. <laughs> I didn't like the sleazy, uh, the boss. Which boss? Oh, the one that was like pushing around. Yeah, yeah. That was gross. Ugh. Oh, you mean the fat guy? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, you need some sexual harassment in this kind of... It's 1987. Yeah, especially in the workplace. It's New York. 
Uh, Did you happen to notice one thing in the movie huh. that was a, a big mishap? What? What? <laughs> Buddy, remember the scene? Okay, so remember when she was in the uh, the little dome and she yes. had on what did she have on? White uh, skirt, blue top. No, with oh, shirt. no! When she originally went in, she was wearing black skirt. And a blue top. Okay. And so then when you see her exit the door, her hair is all wet. Okay. White skirt, light blue tank top now. You guys paid way more attention I to this didn't movie. See that. He like pointed that out. He was like, rewind that and watch that. I'm like, oh wow, I never noticed it. Well, I mean, if if you're gonna go into a homeless tire <laughs> hovel, you want to have a change of clothes ready, right? Because you're not going to want to hang out in the same clothes that you wore inside the homeless tire hovel. Those now have scabies on them. So get rid of them as fast as you can. Put on the new clothes. If you have access to like a uh, like a trash fire, just throw them in there because you don't want that shit spreading around. I was kind of wondering why is it that every homeless person in the movie had like the dirt smudge here yeah. and here, and I'm like. I- Come on, that, they don't look like that. Well, I don't know, but what I think, <laughs> if you're homeless, what you want to do is you want to just find a parking lot and just roll. Just get on the, <laughs> just roll around, get under the cars, get as much smuts on you as you possibly can. That way you camouflage better. Yeah. For. Maybe get ran over a couple if times. If you could, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of the homeless dudes had weird random injuries, too. You notice right? that? Yeah. Like, the, the guy that got his cock swiped off, he had, like, a head thing and, like, another head thing. And there's, like, another guy with, like, an arm. What the fuck? Somebody just running around kicking the shit out of these guys? No, when they're washing the windows, people run them over. That's, I guess. And that's why you need a gas mask, because... That happens also. <laughs> well, they, when you jump onto the top of vehicles to wash your windshield wipers, what do you expect? <laughs> Fuck, stop. Did you happen to notice, too, that everybody that dissolved, they each had a different color? Yeah. yeah. I was like, why is it all different? Not only that, but like weird pastels and neons. Very avant-garde. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Blew up. Oh, that was bad. Yeah. yeah. The exploding fat guy. <laughs> the dirt on the face is from the little rascals, rascal school or... Poor people makeup is oh, what it is. So poor people makeup. I, yeah, you just just get it all on there. It's like cami paint, <laughs> you know. That way you, they can't see you coming when you're gonna jump on their car. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, That's sneak up on you! Ah! Homeless war paint. Homeless ninja. Ah! <laughs> I was like thinking. Here's three dollars. Get the fuck out <laughs> yeah, of here. Right? When she was like crawling on top of him, I was like, how did she <coughs> even stand that smell? Like, really? Why are you throwing yourself at a homeless dude in a weird tire cave? I mean, she wasn't attractive to begin with, but she could do a lot better than that guy. I tell you right now. He was kind of like a Ralph Macchio type. He was, yeah. mm-hmm. but that—I mean, I don't—that doesn't justify that. No, the smell did, would be enough. He didn't even have a shirt on most of the movie. He couldn't even find a shirt. Get oh, it? Forget it. Better than the fat box. I yeah. mean, if those are your only oh. options, really. I mean, other than that, your options are being the uh, the weird chick, the weird naked chick on Bronson's lap that. Rolls down the hill periodically. And they didn't even have meth back then. I, I wish they would all, have. Oh I God. wish they would have. That would have at least not been such a bummer. You know what I mean? They would have been up. They would have been motivated. You know? And if you, if <laughs> Things would have got done. Yeah. You know? 
if you think about it, like looking at all the effort that um, uh, Freddie went through in that opening chase scene, dude, get a job. It's so much yeah. easier. It's so much easier. I was I was a scam artist for a while. I had to get up early and go to the DMV and fuck with people. It was a, it was a thing. It's so much easier just having a job, dude. Just fucking. You don't have to worry about it. You don't have to worry about getting arrested so much. All right. That is Street Trash, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's on Shutter. It's on Joe Bob's Drive-In, Last Drive-In, if you're interested. Mm-hmm. Check it out. It's not a bad show. It Be prepared for an hour and a half of what the hell is going on. What am I yeah. watching? Uh, why you definitely are... need a cocktail with this movie. But not Viper. Anything but Viper. Yeah. Drink. Uh, a Four Loco. <laughs> don't do that either. The Viper or Four Loco. Mad Dog. Do a Mad Dog. On the rocks. Like they don't a, make like Night Train anymore. No, mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. Or uh, St. Ives. Remember that one? Oh. Uh, Colt 45, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Night Train was your favorite. Oh. <laughs> it's getting bad. All right, inmates. We're going to take us a little break. We'll come back with some other stuff, huh?
And we are back. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. Dude, I I will be the first to admit I do some pretty stupid shit when I'm drunk. Mm-hmm. The, mainly, the, the, at, I mean, at the age of forty, the dumbest thing that I do when I'm drunk is continue to drink. Oh, yeah. So I'm giving you both permits right now to cut me off. If I am getting too stupid, you can say no more for you, sir, and I will heed that warning, and that will be it. <laughs> so you two and my wife are the only ones that have the power to do that. By all means, cut me off. I'm it, the opposite. I like to encourage it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. There's a story to be told about a bathroom at a certain friend's of ours house and somebody that uh, we don't even need to get into that. <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole other thing right there, Monica. But f- why, why do I feel like I'm part of this? <laughs> uh, no, you're not. No? It's, a, oh, no. it's a whole it's a thing. It's a whole other thing. <laughs> Just don't even worry about it. Anyway. (laughs) Are you guys ready to get into three on a meat hook? You betcha. Uh Let's do it. a meat hook this week's meat hook top three trauma films of all time couldn't really come up with another meat hook to fit street trash so the best we could do is trauma films mm-hmm. monica hit us with number three baby uh, my number three is gonna be father's day oh, oh wow yeah. that I one that's a good one i forgot that that was a trauma movie fucking mm-hmm. weird bizarro yeah astron six Oh. Makes no. It doesn't have to make sense. No, no, <laughs> it does not. It's fine. It's 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 a good show. Keep mm-hmm. you scratching your head. Yeah, buddy. How about number three, kiddo? Number three, I'm gonna go with Combat Shock. Wow. Yeah. Another deep dive. <laughs> yeah. All right. Very cool. Yeah. I like Combat Shock. I thought it was very Akari Warriors in yes. a weird way. Yeah. My number three, The Toxic Avenger. Number three. That's my number three. Oh, okay. Uh, That was another movie that uh, played a big part in Darian's sexual awakening. (laughs) A lot of, uh, there was a a certain uh, locker room scene. Uh Uh-huh. And there was another, some other booby scenes in there that I recall. Mm Mm-hmm. Very nice. Hmm. And lots of aerobics. Lots of aerobics. Lots of of gym sweat. (laughs) A lot lot of things happening in and around the gym. Mopping. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know that the mopping had anything to do with it. (laughs) Monica, how about number two, kiddo? Uh, My number two is going to be Frightmare. Oh, Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Very cool. That's another good one. I love that movie. Uh, I've seen it more than once. uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, just the whole feel of it. Just... The house being in there with him. See, that was back when trauma, like before they went off the deep end. Where they actually made a good they, movie. <laughs> I mean, they weren't, I wouldn't call them good movies, but they like took themselves seriously. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. it was before they just said, oh, fuck it, we're just going to make the dumbest shit we could think of because <laughs> trauma now just stands for shit. <laughs> 
Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. man. And it's, it's sad to and see we that. we still watch it. I do, at least. Well, yeah, butt crack. <laughs> There's still a good time. For, for Christ's sakes. All righty. Uh, buddy, number two. My number two, Class of Nukem High. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. You know, there's like four of those and a remake. And a remake. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've seen the remake, but I was high on Percocet when I saw it. Oh. And I don't remember much about it. Hmm. Two, I believe there's two, at least three of the originals. The, the latter two don't really matter. Right. Uh, actually, none mm. of them really do. My number two, mm. Surf Nazis Must Die. Mm. The sex scene in this movie betwe- <laughs> between Adolf and Ava is borderline full-on pornographic. I can't wow. remember this one. Uh, I mean, the name pretty much says it all, right? Surf right. Nazis Must Die. Uh-huh. Um, but there's a sex scene in which Adolf, the leader of the Surf Nazis, takes his girlfriend Ava like around a weird like a part of the beach and they like get, there's like full on. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that was not a simulated sex scene. And, uh, you know, (laughs) naturally one of the, the goonies, the, the, the cronies of the surf Nazis, like, Climbs over the hill and watches them get it on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's that. Very I'm seeing a theme here for you, Derek. That's very, <laughs> it, it, it's really the only reason to watch a trauma movie. It's because you know that you can pull one out to it, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. How about number one, Monica? Oh, everybody knows this. Poultry Guys. Oh, God. I knew you were going to say that. I saw that. I was laughing. I'm like, I know Monica's going to Oh, God. <laughs> Whatever. What, I, do, I do not understand the appeal of that movie. I, I, it's so ridiculous. I yeah. would be more on board with it if they didn't add in the musical numbers. That was the killer to me. Oh, that doesn't even bother me. It, but the special effects <laughs> is the best part of this oh, movie. Oh, get out of here. I love it. Like the chickens popping out of the boobs, the poop <laughs> in the bathroom scene. Oh, my Ugh. God. It's hmm. like a knockoff KFC. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll give you that. All right, buddy. Commercial coming your way. Ew, zombie <laughs> finger in the butt. Sold. <laughs> All right, buddy. My number one, Toxic Avenger. Okay. Yeah. Well, that makes sense because my number one was Class of Nukem High. <laughs> yeah. That's another one. Plenty of boobs in there, yeah. and that weird uh, gigantic boner scene. Oh, yeah. Where he's he's having the nightmare and his cock is like touching the touching tip of the, the ceiling. Yeah. Was a return of the killer tomatoes a trauma? Yeah, I don't believe so. Okay, I, I don't didn't believe it think was. It was. It should have been George Clooney in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this should have fit in there. It should have. I don't. It might. It may have been. I could be wrong. What I like so much about Class of Newcomb High, <clears throat> and we don't get this anymore, was the '80s punk uh, gang kids, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Yeah. They put some theatrics into their gang, you know? Yeah, they, they did. They got up early, mm-hmm. and they did, They teased their hair. They put all the rings and the, the war paint on. Absolutely. You know, they put some time and effort into being a thug. Yeah. You don't see that anymore. Yes. Yeah, so Today's did, thugs look like they just crawled out of bed. So did the kids in Return of the Living Dead. Yes. Uh-huh. You know, that's like a full-time gig for those guys. I know. You don't see that anymore. These days, oh, it's all uh, tight jeans and... Fucking! I appreciate when glitter. I see white, white rimmed sunglasses on the back of your head. Yeah, when I see kids look punk, I'm like, oh, I love it. They're yeah. like free to express themselves. I agree, and they put mm-hmm. some effort, put some work into it. Yeah, for Christ's sakes. Mm-hmm. 
All right, inmates, that's your meat hook for the week. It's top three trauma movies. We'd love to hear what your top three trauma movies are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The mental health hotline is area code 775-387-0275. The uh, email is thepaddedroom2011 at hotmail.com. If you have anything else you want to say to us, by all means, mm-hmm. uh, you know, tell us what you thought of Street Trash. Weigh in on the immersion therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, tell us your paranormal stories if you have any. We'd yeah. love to hear oh, all absolutely. of that shit. Or yeah. just introduce yourself. Say, hey, I like the show. Or I don't like the show. I think you guys are assholes. <laughs> we, we, get, we get a lot of that, too, uh, obviously. You don't even have to tell us your real name. You don't have to. Yeah. Make up a fun pseudonym. I w- that's what I should do. I w- start. I'm going to start calling Tom Gurney and being like, hey, this is the Phantom. <laughs> uh, I think you're a fucking turd. <laughs> I wouldn't call Tom a turd. I think he- I love his show, actually. All right. And, uh, excuse me. Oh, God. All right, inmates, that is your uh, meat hook. Let's get ourselves into a little, what are you looking at, shall we? Yes. I am on the wrong device. What are you looking at? Oh, I got a few movies in here. Uh, have you guys heard of a movie called Blood Harvest? Mm-mm. Starring Tiny Tim? Wow. Yeah, the doofus with the ukulele. Yeah, Remember I know that who guy? It is. Yeah, he, he plays. Uh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. Uh, it's from 1987. Um, he plays like a psycho clown uh-huh. on, a, on a farm. I feel like I might have watched this back then. It's very fortunate that this movie showed up when it did because it was actually also part of Joe Bob's last drive-in. Wow. So we very well may have had to cover this for the show. Hmm. Glad we glad we didn't. Right. Bad movie, obviously. Okay. Uh, Tiny Tim's one and only foray into uh, horror films. Huh. And there's a reason for that. Yeah. And you'll see it if you <laughs> attempt to watch this. <laughs> watch that. I also watched The Night Shifter from 2018. You guys seen this one? Which one was this one? I believe it's Argentinian. Nope, I didn't see that one. Okay. Uh, you got a guy that works at a morgue, and he can talk to the, the dead folks that come into the morgue. Oh, okay. Wow. No, I haven't seen In this In doing one. so, he finds out that his wife is cheating on him, oh. and thus hatches an elaborate uh, revenge plot involving the local gangsters. Oh. Naturally, uh, things go awry. Mm-hmm. It's very what very cool about this movie is the way they portrayed the dead bodies talking. It looked like they kind of projected a face onto their face when they were. T- it's very strange. Oh, weird. Oh. Something worth looking at, though. Okay, mm-hmm. interesting. Oh. Lastly, since we talked about it last week, I got curious and watched the entire first season of Critters: The New Binge. Oh, yeah, and took me about an hour and a half. It's dumb. It's dumb as shit. Okay, uh, the critters are now talking. Oh. And uh, there's like a president critter, oh my and there's God. a half yeah. half human, half critter hybrid. Oh, involved. really? Yeah. Wow. I don't want to know how that happens. Which is completely dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's dumb, man. It's stupid. It's a fucking. It's a critters TV show. Good news, you can run through the whole thing in about two hours. Uh, bad news is it's a waste of two hours. The, the whole the, the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> And that, my friends, is all I'm looking at. Monica, what do you got, babe? Um, well, since we got this new sound bar for the new TV, I checked out Gremlins on very high volume. Ooh. And The Thing. Ooh. <laughs> oh, wow. 
Uh, then I also watched that new movie Troy was telling us about, um, Assimilate. Assimilate? Yeah. Right How's that, that? I liked it. Cool. Uh, I got to check out the new Rim of the World. I was flirting with that. Yeah. Is that a movie or a series? No, it's a movie. Okay. It's an alien movie. Yeah, yeah I saw and the trailer. The it looks good. The alien is badass looking at yeah. it. Yeah, right on. Oh, yeah. So when you were talking about uh, zombies that regenerate or come back to life, yeah, yeah. this guy does. Okay. Creepy. Um, the Perfection, I saw that. Uh, butt crack. <laughs> you watched it again. No, I just watched it for the first oh. time. Didn't you talk crack. about it last week? Ah, uh, did I? Yeah, didn't oh. she? Yeah, oh, did she I? did. Okay. You gave us a whole Maybe. rundown. Uh, you have to say butt crack 12 times, and then he comes back from <laughs> the dead. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Monica's time traveling. Yeah. Did you watch it again? No. Oh, okay. This I never movie. saw this movie before. It's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Like Groundhog Day. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so you say it 12 times, and then he comes back? <laughs> uh, this movie was pretty good. Alec Baldwin, Selma Hayek, Drunk Parents. Okay. Oh, it was pretty good. Sounds pretty funny. Anything yeah, with Selma Hayek, I'm very in. Very funny. Right. Nice. Yeah. And then I saved the best for last because I saw Tim share it was Polaroid. Okay. How's that? Oh, my God. Really? Yeah? Best movie for me so far this wow. year. Wow. I okay. had, like, the goosebumps the whole time. Nice. I had jump scares that I wasn't expecting. I was like, oh. And I was afraid that, like, when we got to the end, I was like, oh, please don't let it be a stupid ending. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's usually what I'm worried about. Yeah. Yeah. It was so-so, but, yeah. When you see the ending, I was, like, sitting there yelling at the TV going, this is what you should be doing. <laughs> and, like, five minutes later, they said what I should. I was saying, and I was like, see? There it know. is. Thank you for agreeing <laughs> with me. But yeah, it, it was definitely worth watching. Right on. Mm-hmm. Nice. And that's all I watched. All right, buddy. Uh, I got to watch uh, Rim of the World. That was it? Mm. Yep. That cool. Was it. Did you, you like it? You I agree? Did, yeah, yeah, it was good. I'm going to put that on my short list. <laughs> yeah. And look, I saw the trailer. I'll be doing that one. Okay. Soon. Well, it's on Netflix, right? Yeah. Very cool. All right, inmates. Uh, this is normally where we would uh, educate Miss Monica. Unfortunately, she is slacking this week. <laughs> I have a lot of yard work to do. Yeah, me too. You know what? You know know what we're going to do? What? We're going to educate Darian. Educating Miss Monica. Okay. I'm going to pull one completely out of my ass. All right. Before we get there, uh, last what? week, uh, congratulations to those who guessed Zombeavers. Oh, yes. Zombeavers, yes. of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I woke up on a spaceship. <laughs> uh, I thought I was alone. And then I woke up my captain. And it turns out we both thought we were alone. But it... There's also a bunch of psychos on the spaceship with us. Oh, is that the uh, Dennis Quaid movie? Okay, we got a new one. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it was Pandorum. What? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Fuck, God damn it. I love that movie. Okay, 
This is your game. You understand that? Did you forget? Did you forget how this game is played? I won't guess. God damn it! Supposed to be like, oh, I know, I got. Oh, I think I got it. And then when I say, when I wrap the show, then you tell me. This is your fucking shit, Monica. Oh my God! Yeah, congratulations to Monica. We got a Edit this part out. Oh, fuck off. No, no, I'm leaving it in. I'm going to show everybody how you fucked up your own game. (laughs) All right, I'm going to do it. (coughs) Okay, I won't guess. I'll just sit here. It's my turn. Drink. Okay. (laughs) Um, Some people would do anything for a career in show business to include sucking a dick, killing off all your friends, and possibly getting buried alive. Hmm. There you have it. Keep your mouth shut, Monica. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> oh, is that the one with... <laughs> oh, this, this is actually pretty easy, I think. Mon- I think Monica already know. Monica, you know it? All right. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> At least stay quiet this time, will you? Uh, all righty, inmates. That's all we got on the week, I think. Um, like, comment, subscribe, wherever you found this show. That helps us out a lot. If you get a chance, go to iTunes, drop us a five-star review. Put a little something in the old comment box. Let us know that you're out there and help with our visibility. Mm-hmm. Go to paddedroompodcast.com. You'll find a Patreon link there. That's got all of our hats, shirts, coffee mugs, bonus content, anything else. Little contribution uh, towards the uh, the Padded Room Fund goes a long way, not only for us, but for everybody here on the network. Horror for Dummies, uh, Who Will Survive, Wicked Wednesdays, Dark History, the whole shebang. So think about doing that if you could. Earn that. That's all we got on the week. Join us next week for Treehouse. Um, starting, uh, we don't know what we're doing next month just yet. <laughs> Into the Dark Series. For, is that for what, the treehouse, right? You know what? We'll do that first. Yeah. We'll do. We'll do. Okay. We're going to do a series on into the. We're going to do a month of Into the Dark on Hulu. After that, uh, we'll do something else. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what we're doing yet, but we'll do something else in July. Yeah. Okay. All righty, inmates. Uh, so there's that. You guys got anything else on the week? No. Thank no. you, everybody. Yeah, Absolutely. Thank you very TV. much for joining thank us. Thank you. Yeah. Vor, buddy, Miss Monica, Viper, uh, <laughs> alcohol. Toilet Sherbert, homeless dudes, 80s liquor stores, 80s liquor stores, uh, weird uh, junkyard fiefdoms, and the Padded Room Podcast. I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye. Have a great week.